Hello and welcome to Dropping at the Movies. I'm Mike. And I'm Jose. And uh, we've just seen The Farewell, mm. which I mentioned on a podcast the other day. The one about Nejar, the Chinese film. This is another Chinese film, Chinese-American. Right. Um, I was really, really looking forward to this from the trailer, which we saw recently. Mm. Um, I must say, I didn't feel let down. I really loved it. I loved it. Uh, I not only loved it, I felt it spoke to me. Mm. Right. So, so it's really charming. It's really funny. And I think anyone who's either of an ethnic background or who's from an immigrant family or who's living between two cultures will find that it really resonates with them. Yes. So um, it's uh, written and directed by Lulu Wang. Uh, I haven't seen... I think she's made one previous feature. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Uh, So I I don't know her previous work. Um, It stars Aquafina, who was in Ocean's 8 and Crazy Rich Asians, Mm. uh, which we both quite liked. Yes. Um, She plays this character, Billy, who is uh, American-raised, moved over when she was a kid. Yeah. Um, Hasn't been back home in in a long time. Uh, She gets this news uh, from her family that her grandmother, played by Zhao Shuzhen, uh, forgive the pronunciation. She's wonderful. Who's who's absolutely fantastic. Um, She has lung cancer. Mm. Um, But... Her family, her sister looks after her, and her f- and her family aren't telling her. Hmm. So everyone knows this, um, and so there is this. That is the kind of central tension to the film. But actually, I was surprised at what an easy watch it was. I think from the yes. trailer, I was expecting it to be more challenging and more heavy. Yes, it's laugh out loud funny throughout in what you expect to be, you know, something that's emotionally wrenching. Mm. And actually all the emotions that you feel are kind of gentle ones, like, you know, love, acceptance, forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, like And actually know. for quite a lot of the film, so what happens is everyone kind of congregates in China in the place is um Changchun, which mm. is in northeast China. It has mm. I think the province has borders with Russia and North Korea. So it's mm. that's that area of China. Everyone congregates there for uh, ostensibly the wedding. Well, it is the wedding of uh, her cousin, Aquafina's cousin. So there's a big extended family comes in. You've got uncles, aunts, cousins. Everybody's yes. there. But of course, everyone also, everyone knows that um, Grandma has it's cancer, died. and it, no one is telling her. And I think, despite the fact that it is about this, this, this question of questions of death and loss and and lying. Um, to kind of and whether it's to protect someone that sort of thing so much of the film actually I just had I just really loved being part of this family's world yes like it didn't need the sort of cancer story in a way I love just being in their in their home yes but it needed it very much needed that thing because actually I think you know the film is about family it's it's about cross-cultural differences mm-hmm Right, so you know, there's a lot of argument. Oh, is China better? Oh, but you're Chinese. Well, I know, you know, my passport is American. You know, is is New York better than China? Right, like there are all those things, right, um, which really kind of uh, uh, resonated with me. And so, actually, you need you need a narrative excuse to bring all these people together. You need also the um, cultural convention that's at the center of the narrative, that it, it is customary and expected in China 
to not tell the truth on these occasions, you know, whereas actually it's kind of illegal in America. So actually, you know, this sets up kind of a central, yeah. I wouldn't say conflict, but, you know, a central rubric or trope through which to investigate a lot of cross-cultural issues. I agree. I'm not saying that it did, like, it wasn't necessary for the film, but, but it, it surprised me that for so much of the film, it fell into the background so much. Yes. Um, and that, you know, in those, in those scenes where everyone's kind of having dinner, teasing each other, talking to each other, uh, uh, grandma's constantly sort of lightly insulting various members of the family, saying, you look sad, and all that sort of thing. Yes. Like, the way, gra- the way grandmas are. Yes. Um, the cancer story sort of does fall away very much so in those scenes, mm. and I just had a really good time being, being in this family's world. Um, and part of it from the perspective of, of a white British person is is being invited into a world and a set of experiences that I don't share. Some of them are, you know, some, some are kind of universal yes. families and things, but also but part of it is um, very uh, uh, specific to yes. China. Well, um, actually, I, it, I mean, one of the wonderful things about this film for me is that it, in fact, did remind me so much of my family. I think my family and especially my extended family, is just like that, right? But of course, you know, when when looking at films that represent another culture, you're always measuring both what it is like, how it is the same, you know, and how it is different. And, And my take on it was that actually almost all of it was the same, except they were in a different country, you know, they had different rituals about funerals and about weddings. Yeah, but not that different, right? But the family dynamics in many ways were kind of uh, very legible to me, very understandable. They were like my own families. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the biggest uh, cultural differences that, that occurred to me is the um, the scene where they go and visit their granddad's grave. Yes. And they bring sort of gifts and presents and this, this thing about uh, how they have to open bags of chips and cookies and things to leave him on the grave because otherwise he won't be able to eat them if they're mm. not open. And the thing about lighting a cigarette for him. Yes. And Grandma says, he doesn't smoke. He gave up smoking just before he died. Mm. And then the son says, no, no, he actually, he kept on smoking. He just told you yeah. that he didn't. And so they light the cigarette for him. Uh, and it was really funny and really sweet. A beautiful scene, actually. I, I mean, it, and it carries with it that theme in the smoking thing mm. of lies of omission for the good of people. Mm. That's something that, that kind of I mean, that's obviously a very strong through line through the film. Well, one of the... One of, I mean, the film is... So, so a couple of things. I mean, first of all, the film in many ways is not too highly skilled, right? So, kind of, you know, if you're looking about aspects of mise-en-scene, you can tell it's not a very experienced person, you know, and kind of... Um, relatively little is done visually or kind of through camera movement or whatever. But on the other hand, it's a really accomplished film in terms of tone and also in terms of bringing out different dimensions of a story, right? So the central thing, in a way, is like this Chinese, Chinese-American kind of thing where, you know, uh, one of the uncles says, well, the difference between uh, China and America is that in America, kind of everything is individual. And in China, you know, you are part of a family, you know, and, and part of society. And you have an obligation to them. And in relation kind of to whether you tell your grandmother or not, you know, that she's dying, you know, in, in, in America, you tell her and then you absolve yourself of the guilt and 
the burden, whereas here you share the burden collectively as long as possible. And that's the difference between America and China. Yeah, the East and the West is how East and the West, yeah. Am I paraphrasing as as he puts that it. correctly? Yes. Yeah, East and West. Um, um, and yeah, because Aquafina's character, Billy, is very much questioning why are we hiding this from her? She should know. Yes. And the rest of the family, um, uh, certainly that uncle, very much believes that it is their burden to carry yes. for her. Yes. And there's also this thing very early on about uh, someone saying that there's a phrase in China, there's a saying in China, when you have cancer, you die. Which is yes. quite a funny line. <laughs> but, um, but there's, and there is this thing about how grandma's uh, husband, um, they didn't tell him, yes. and she didn't tell him that he yes. had cancer until just before That's right. he died. So they're doing the same it was, thing. It was quite customary in Spain as well. Yeah. You don't tell people because what good does it do them? So you basically you try to uh, make you know the their last... Uh, uh, the little time that they have left in this world as enjoyable and carefree as possible. That's the idea behind it. Well, that's certainly one way of looking at it. I think the film does question that. Um, so in that scene that you brought up where the uncle uh, explains to um, Billy sort of his perspective on why they are keeping this from the grandma, um, I, I, he, he talks about guilt, as you said. He talks about you want to tell her because then you won't feel guilty for hiding it from her, mm. something along those lines. Um, you want to just assuage your own guilt, but I kind of felt like I kind of didn't entirely believe him. I sort of felt like he and his perspective is about not wanting to face something difficult. That oh, he I, would have I didn't to. feel that at all. I felt that they genuinely believed that, and also I think the only question was: Are her affairs in order? And the answer is yes, mm. right? We're told that her affairs are in order, right? And, um, you know, and the whole family is part of it. So the aunt is saying, I will tell her when it's time to tell her, right? Um, and, I, and I think there's this very kind of gentle thing about, you know, one of the things that I questioned is, you know, is the grandmother herself now? I mean, is she keeping face for not to worry her children and grandchildren, right? That she's mm. going to be okay. Uh, so I think that there is, I mean, part of what I love about this film is that, you know, it's so kind, it's so well meant and it doesn't disguise that there are problems, right? Mm -hmm. There are little subtle touches in the film that really reverberate with worlds, right? So Billy goes to China, uh, expects to stay in her mother's, in her grandmother's house, but is told, no, we're at a hotel, right? Because we don't want to bother her basically. And then the hotel that they're staying and the, uh, the lift isn't working and anyway but she runs across it's obviously a hotel that's used for businessmen to bring prostitutes to right and there's this moment where she just looks across the hall and you see kind of like this raggedy woman with like too bright lipstick and too few clothes and kind of looking a bit you know uh, like she stayed up all night or something and there's this look between the women, yeah, that I think is really kind of quite interesting. So, you know, on the one hand, you're told, oh, China's fantastic. You can be a millionaire overnight and, mm. right, yeah, but then you see all of these things kind of, you know, on the margins of that. And that's just, you know, one moment of that. The other moment that really struck me as just reverberating with the world is the moment at the wedding where the grandmother meets her old comrades. And you realize she'd been in the army. She'd been you know, I don't know, in Mao's Cultural Revolution or whatever, and she'd gotten shot, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden again, you know, this puts it in the context 
of a China in the process of incredibly rapid change. You connect her having been in the army and these men having been in love with her, you know, and so on. Also with, you know, her house, her house that has disappeared and, you know, the whole area has been rebuilt and all you see are like skyscrapers and skyscrapers and, you know, kind of, yeah, with yeah, apartments, and apartments, and apartments, skyscrapers still being put up. You yeah. Kind of, uh, so, so, regeneration and so this very gentle story, which is really at the heart about the relationship between a grandmother and her granddaughter, one grandmother, the grandmother living in China, the daughter in New York. So, yeah, it's about this relationship, but cross-culturally, nonetheless takes place in this very, very rich world. And, and within an analysis of that world, the film is saying something, mm. right, about that. So I, I loved it. The relationship between the grandma and Billy is through um, her son, or son stroke dad. That's the side, it's the dad's side, I think, that grandma's on. And I, I think I might have liked a little more focus on him, because he's going to lose his mum, as far as he knows, which is, you know, very difficult. But there's also a sense in which he, I mean, he too is kind of caught between cultures. Mm. He has an American accent. Mm. Um, so, I mean, we don't know his past exactly, but he has an American accent and he speaks English with his daughter. And um, I, I, I think I would have liked to have sort of got a better sense of of his past and how he grew up and what he kind of remembers of, of, of what he knows of China and America and what, dif- what the different experiences mm. that he's had are. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean... I, I didn't see that as a problem. Frankly, I just thought it was the actor that was cast, who clearly is Chinese-American. Mm. You know, um, he was the only face I recognized, in fact. I mean, I should have recognized Aquafina, but I didn't. Um, so... Who plays him? Um, uh, Zima. That's Billy's dad. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just... I think I've seen him on television a lot. Okay. Um, so, just to finish this thought, I mean, one of the things that I liked was this cross-cultural thing, So, which, which means... You know, that this family and this type of family is like China in the process of change. So, Billy, you know, she speaks with an American accent, she's already got different values, you know, and a different career path, and so on, right? And um, there are, she's already losing aspects of the language. There's a lot of words in Chinese that she no longer knows how to say. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then her cousin, so the other child in the family, you know, his parents uh, uh, work in Japan. And so she's now marrying a Japanese girl, right? And so this marriage that they've all returned home for is with a girl who can't speak the language at all. Uh, you know, the cousin who can barely speak the language, he, he has real difficulty in expressing himself in Chinese, mm. right? And then, you know, uh, the granddaughter who, who is more fluent, but nonetheless also has words that she's got to ask her father how to say, yeah. right? So, so you have like this family that across the generations is in the process of change. And even the other cousin, who's quite young, Bao, you know, who's remained in China, the parents' hope is that he will be educated in America, even though China is such a fantastic place where everybody can become a millionaire over, yeah, overnight. Yeah. Uh, which is a great scene, that, that kind of debate scene yeah, at dinner about which one's better. You can make all the money here, so why are you sending yeah. him to America to get educated? That's yes, right, thing. and you can't criticize China, you're Chinese, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic scene, but, but I don't think I'm quite adequately describing the tone of it, which is like so heartwarming and funny. Yeah, it's mm. just like you just feel, 
I don't know, you just feel so much love in this movie. It's like, you know, particularly in those moments where the granddaughter and the grandmother interact, right? Mm. You know, the exercise scene is fantastic, right? Where, yeah. you know, uh, so it's just full of, of kind of, of tender, loving moments that I think, you know, people who have grown up, certainly in extended families, will just recognize and kind of uh, find very endearing. And it's hugely enjoyable. Actually, it's much, much more enjoyable than a lot of films that are, you know, technically better. So, mm. yeah, yeah, it's 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 a film that is kind of full of love and very generous to everyone in it. Yes, and everyone sort of, you know, even the people who are more used as figures to be uh, slightly mocked, mm. like the uh, the cousin who's getting married and his wife to be. Yes, um, you know, they they still sort of. You feel, I think I feel quite bad for her, to be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. she, she, she's clearly um, very out, out of it. place. The grandmother is so funny. I don't like her. <laughs> the other thing that's, that uh, struck me was the song right at the end, which I oh. really liked, and I sat all the way through, which uh. is a version of Without You by Nilsson, but sung in Chinese. No, it begins in Italian. Was it? Yes. It begins in Italian. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, and then it becomes a karaoke. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, not, not Chinese. Uh-huh. It's because um, I, I looked it up as well, so I should have. It's uh, by Fredo Viola, and it's called Senza Dite. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I should have. But it was lovely, and it ends Da-da-da-da. up, and I think it speaks to the kind of kind of core idea of the film. For one thing, it's it's I can't live if living is without you, and it's about love for someone. But also, at the end of the song, lots and lots of voices come in. They all sing together, and actually yes. the music drops out. Yeah. And it's all about people together sharing. Yes. The love of grandma. Yes. <laughs> and it's done through a kind of a karaoke aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. So, which kind of is also very evocative because there's been so much of that in the wedding. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And very tender, the the bit where the father and the daughter sing together. And that's, that's really lovely. And you do find out, this is um, not really a spoiler, but uh, <laughs> you do find out in the, uh, the once the film is finished, you see home video footage of the real uh, grandma. Yes. Um, so, which I didn't. I mean, it says at the start, based on an actual lie. Yeah. In that, in a you know, kind of joke on based on a true story sort of thing. Um, but I think the suggestion is that this is actually Lily Wang's mm. family, mm. which I didn't have any uh, clue about. Um, and it says um, grandma's still with us after six years after a diagnosis, which also I think probably suggests that grandma must know about it by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, and that was very sweet and kind of very loving and generous and all the rest and everything that, that we've said and then right at the end it says um, you know the standard disclaimer of any relationship any any resemblance to, to people living or dead is accident yeah and it's like, it makes a mockery of that doesn't it really yeah, yeah it's very fun it's but very it was, good but it's lovely it's a very funny film as well mm. um, and so and there's a lot of kind of visual jokes you know so like, I mean, the film is clever that way, I think. Uh, and also, you know, a lot of effects, a lot of laughs are achieved by holding a shot too long. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So the editing, uh, there's, there's humor kind of brought out through the editing as well. So, you know, um, yeah, mm. there are very clever bits. Yeah. I, I, it's lovely. It's a, and and they tell a joke in it, which uh, it was my fav- my grandma's favorite joke. Like, it's right at the start, and it's a joke which speaks again to the to the kind of theme of uh, keeping secrets or kind of little white lies and that sort of thing. It's a joke about how uh, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's like someone's looking after a cat and the cat dies, 
and they ring up the person who owns it and say the cat's dead. And they say, well, couldn't you have let me down a bit more gently? Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't you have said the cat's on the roof or something? <laughs> and so then, a little bit later, like a, the husband dies. Mm. And they say, yeah, your husband's on the roof. And that's <laughs> that was my grandma's favourite joke, which I didn't know until she died a few months ago. <laughs> and then my uncle told it at, at her funeral. Mm. And, um, and there's also something about how, uh, I think my gran was, she was like on holiday in Florida in the 80s, maybe. Mm. And, and, someone died and someone rang her up and said yeah yeah he's on the roof and that's how they talked and she, she loved it you know? <laughs> so weirdly that sort of spoke to me in a quite personal way oh, right. recognise okay. that right at the start but again that kind of that speaks to this central central question which the film never resolves mm. of of is it right to withhold this information from her mm. um, you know I think it's yeah. The film doesn't make the film doesn't offer an opinion on that. It mm. offers sides, and you can see everyone's point of view. Mm. And and I suppose it does leave you asking the questions, but it doesn't kind of force them upon you. Like I didn't come out of the film thinking, oh, exactly, what would I do? But it it, it does kind of stay with you. Mm. You know, um, you know. I to- I totally I totally see, despite the fact that she is basically on her own in thinking this way. I totally see Billy's point of view. Mm. Well, I mean, that's a different story. I would like to know, mm. but. I'm also, um, you have to be a bit humble, I think, because, you know, I come from a cross-cultural family, you know, and the way that you do things and the way that you're used to doing things is not necessarily the way that things are done or accepted to Mm. be done, you know, in Spain or indeed in England. So, you know, you might have this thinking that actually is the result of the context in which you were brought up. Sometimes... You know, ethical things are really just kind of, you know, social customs, right? Appropriate ways of doing things in a particular place. And you're very cognizant, you know, that what is appropriate in one place is not necessarily appropriate in another or indeed another still. So, you know. And I think think it speaks to the film's uh, kind of intentions that um, Billy keeps the secret. Yes. Billy kind of plays ball and doesn't cause a stink. She, she shares she, the burden. She actually shares the burden. She discusses it with her family and everything, and they have these they have these uh, sort of uh, light debates over it. But she doesn't uh, kind of actually rock the boat. And you know, you you can imagine a more sort of heavy version of this film being one in which she does, and then there's fallout. Yes. and that's not what the film is about. Yes, you know, a more fi- American film would have made that choice an individual choice, mm. right? It's about how Billy feels and what she thinks is right and wrong you know here she gives way to the family whatever her own feelings it's her family's decision and she's a part of that family and she goes along with that collective decision yeah which i think is lovely and i think that's part of what makes the film as i said at the start such an easy film to watch Mm. because it it brings these things up and it doesn't batter you over the head with them and it doesn't make these characters sort of behave Aggressively or anything like that, to you know, mm. it sort of it lets it lets these questions linger, but that's it. Mm. Um, I do want to mention we I think we mentioned uh, uh, just in passing, but we must mention Zhao Shuzhen, who plays Nai Nai, the grandmother. Ah yes, who I've, ne- I've never seen before. I don't know what else she's been in, but she is just she steals every scene she's in. Yes. She's this wonderful focus. Yes, she she's bubbly and light and and very grandmother real. Yeah, she both she she exudes. Both a kind of wisdom, and and the kind of ease and humor and wit, you know, all kind of, quite gently, but at all times, 
kind of making her wishes known. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say that. So she's a, she's a very endearing figure. And she and Aquafina, as her granddaughter, have fantastic chemistry. And as yes. you say, those scenes, just scenes where it's just the two of them talking about, it's, it's very often it's um, kind of grandmother uh, giving a Billy advice or mm. you know, kind of expressing her wishes for her, that sort of thing. Mm. But the chemistry between them is fantastic. And you, and you get this really beautifully conveyed sense of how much... Billy misses her and loves mm. her. She yeah. hasn't seen her in a long time and she's so happy to kind of be back mm. with her. Despite the fact there is this lingering, pressing uh, well, it's a burden mm. that is on um, Billy yes. throughout so, those scenes. So you get the sense that part of that closeness is because they are in telephone contact all the time. Mm. Right? Like the opening scene lets you know that. Right? Yeah. Like, you know. It's a phone call between the two of them. Yeah. yeah. So I really loved it. And I really liked the final couple of shots. I kind of thought I wouldn't as soon as they happened but it, yes. it, it, the, the end is uh, Billy returns to New York um, having having said goodbye and just walking down the street in New York she just sort of screams mm. and then you see a tree outside the grandmother's uh, flat in uh, China and all the birds it kind of the, the scream echoes there and, and all the birds leave it so they've heard and you know I kind of thought oh, it's a bit artsy initially but then I thought you know what actually it, the, it, the connection it speaks to yes I love it's it. very expressive yeah so um, we highly recommend it it's a really beautiful film uh, do go see it if you get a chance it's The Farewell uh, and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah and we are eavesdropping at the movies yes and we are on <laughs> um, I should know this by now. <laughs> we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Uh, if you want to get in touch on social media, that's Facebook and Twitter at Eavesdrop Movies, and the website is eavesdroppingatthemovies.com. Thank you very much for listening. Cheerio.